Guys, welcome back to the Bazit Factory podcast, and um, we're just going to have a bit of a catch up. So, Connor, how's it going? Well, not dead yet. That's the main thing. <laughs> Feel like it. And how many weeks out? Um, three and a half. Three and a half. I actually like felt worse two weeks ago, which was weird. Like I had the first couple of like shitty days a couple of weeks ago, but ever since it's it's not really been too bad. But like as you can see, there's like sunshine in my face, showing off how pale I am. And I looks like a fucking 12-year-old because I shaved today. And yeah, pale 12-year-old with no muscle. So that's where I'm at right now. Where are you at? Um, I'm good, actually. I've sort of like the past five days, I've started feeling a little bit tired. But I, I think it's just one of those phases, like you said, I'm going to go through because you get that on prep where you get certain parts of it where you think, oh, it's a fucking drag. And then the next week's totally fine. But as for hunger, that's totally fine. I've still got a lot of variables to play around with. So I'm back on like 2,700 calories, I think. I don't that's know. Decent, yeah. Still. So that's my training days, probably a little bit lower on my rest days. Um, 70k steps and 20 minutes cardio now. Is your foot all right then? Because you had um, you had plantar fasciitis. Yeah. So it's that was a fucking pain in the ass for the last like week. Um, I think it's from the treadmill, you know, just walking on the treadmill at a bit of a fast pace. I think you just couldn't tolerate that. The walking's fine. But when I started throwing that in, then it started like causing some issues. Um, I know. So I'm doing the bike now, which is too bad, but my quads are on fucking fire doing that. Um, yeah, yeah. It is quite brutal, actually. The bike, Stairmaster, like they're not great in your legs, are they? Yeah, better on my foot, though. But uh, <laughs> you put a lot more calories. Do you ever do the stairs? Sometimes when the treadmills aren't free. Yeah, yeah, I like the stairs actually. To be fair, but like it is brutal. But uh, I've been like, like obviously, like anyone that's competing in bodybuilding will know that posing is a huge part of it. Like stage fitness is a huge part of it. I've been doing like fifteen minutes straight posing after some sessions, and I've counted that as my cardio. And sometimes you just can't be fucking asked with that posing, can you? When you yeah. uh, session, like I just want to go home and eat. It's shit, but um, there's a BMBF video on YouTube from 2018 of a, a like big novice class, and like they're calling out the poses on it, and they make them go around the quarter turns like five times and go around the mandatories like three or four times. And so it's like 13 minutes long, I think it is. And um, I just put that on and I listen to it as they call out the poses, and I hold it as if I'm on stage. So it's like if you can do that to a big novice class, you're 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 gonna last. But um, do you, do you follow um Rob Waterhouse? Do you know who he is? Oh yeah, he's a pro, isn't he? I pro. He was, yes. uh, he was natural, didn't he? Yeah, he was natural. Um, I better not say too much. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he, don't know so he didn't look natural when he won it. He looked really good though, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, now he looks like twice the size of what he did. So yeah, yeah. But um, he put up that they were on stage for an hour in that show. I'm like, fuck me, an hour. Imagine being on stage for an hour. Imagine having to hold a fucking front relaxed in the background of those for an hour long. Hey. I'd love to lose concentration after about 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't be asked. Can I just go for it? Sit down. It's when you like get put to the back of the stage and you're like standing there, you're like, you still need to be on. You need to be switched on. You can't fucking relax. It's to be honest, like anyone that's thinking about getting into bodybuilding, that's the hardest bit is opposing the stage fitness, all that stuff. That's the hardest fucking bit. And the thing is, it can make or break you because like uh, I was at that show um a few weeks ago and uh, they were on about one of the guys, what the judges were on about it, and the fact that he, you can see he had it, but he wasn't posing it well enough. And they mark him down for that because you're not, if you're not showing what you've got, then you know, what's the point if you're not presenting it well enough? So, you you said you're actually getting some um, posing coaching, weren't you? 
Yeah, I've got some posing coaching tomorrow, so hopefully sharpen that up men's physique. And then I'm going to do like one or two bodybuilding shows. I think I've not entered them yet, but um, I'm just going to see how I'm looking with them. And then <laughs> uh, probably do some posing coaching for like the bodybuilding. But um, yeah, just so I can actually like display. Imagine. Yeah. Right, because imagine putting all that hard work and you just can't show it off right and you look like shit on stage. I've been quite lucky with that because, like, um, again, with the BMBF um, being very cool to me, like, they do their, like, uh, posing clubs. So on the lead-up to the Scottish show, they do, like, I think it's, like, four or five posing clubs. And then oh. um, you go there and the pros turn up and they run that and they'll, like, teach you how to pose. So, like, and a lot of these guys, these pros are actually, like, you know, ex-pros, or they're not ex-pros, but, you know, they're older and they're not really competing, but they're judging. So these are the guys that are judging you. So if you're getting shown how to pose by them, it's like, well, that's clearly what they're looking for. So let's let's listen to them. So um, I got complimented on my pose the other day, and I was like, well, I mean, that's why. You know, turning up to those things and, you know, doing it, essentially, is why you get better at it, isn't it? Looking for help and, and getting your help. But, um, yeah, especially like it's when, when I go on holiday and as well, and I'm just like get down to the pool. I'm like, right, Sophie, take a picture. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you're not tensing your legs enough. <laughs> Start from the feet. <laughs> but um, you were you were sitting with Nick watching some food videos the other day. Food focus yeah, must be getting well, high. That, that was not me. That was Nick. So um, we got in from training. He wanted a place to just chill out before he went PT in. Um, yeah. So it was like, I'll oh, put on the uh, that beard meets food guy. I was like, is that a good idea? I'm like, I can know, I know what like part of prep you're in. And then he's watching all these food challenges, and he's like listing all these places where we can go to. He's like, oh, we can do that after prep. We can do that after prep. So fair, I'll do it after prep. So, but when when you do have that meal after prep, it just all goes out the window. And you can't be asked. You make all these plans. This is what's happened to me in the past from my experience. I made all these plans to do something post-show. I was like, yeah, we'll go here, we'll go there, we'll go there. And then you have that meal after yeah, you've been on stage and you're like, can't be asked now. Yeah, I've never even thought about that. People are like, what are you going to eat when you come off stage? I'm like... I know, I'm, I'm not even thinking about anything at all. I can't be asked. Literally, I'm not even hungry at the moment, luckily, anyway. So it's not even phasing me one bit. It's, no. it's going so fast, this, this prep. It's scary. It's fucking flying. I'm like halfway through already. Food focus is, is is something that becomes high in a lot of people during like a prep or like a dieting phase or a photo shoot prep or anything like that. It's it becomes... always first time dieters, or if you're fairly new, so if you've only done like uh, one show or your first time ever prepping or first time ever dieting for a photo shoot, you're always going to get that food focus because you've never been in that situation before, and you, well, your body's never been in that situation before, so it's probably thinking, "Fucking hell, where am I next going to eat?" Yeah, yeah, but um, like. We've like personally, I don't know about you, but like I've I've not always been as like I've not handled it as good as this in the past. I have had the, those situations. The first show I think we've talked about in here before is like had to stash out like, chocolate and things like that, and like we, we all go through that. But you've kind of got to learn to do it right because you you can you can essentially do yourself some damage if you fuck up post show because uh, I suppose what happens is over time whenever you're dieting, like for those watching, like when your calories in and your like output are, are kind of the same, right? The calories you're burning every day and the calories in are the same. Your body's quite happy. It's in like homeostasis. Then you drop those calories and eventually your body finds its way to come down. Like, do you, do you find that like when you're PTing people, you want to sit down more or lean on things more or like, you know, just general laziness? You're unaware, aren't you? You just want to reduce that neat. So you yeah. just want, you don't want to move around as much. Um, do you catch like, yourself out for it, though? I catch myself out all the time. All the time. So I was leaning on the machine before. I thought, fuck it, I'm doing this. I'm doing yeah, that. You, you would never do that in an off-season or a gaining phase, would you? 
Exactly. So yeah. it's uh, it does all catch up. But as you like touched on then, sort of, um, you say when you're coming out of a out of a diet or out of um after prep or whatever, probably like when you're that low and that but when your body well your BMR lowers that much and then you think you can go straight back into eating the foods that you were doing. Say if you're dieted down to like 19, 1800 calories, it's not gonna say we're gonna get to that, but maybe if you're somewhere around there and then you jump back in whatever your maintenance was um when you started dieting. So random number three thousand six hundred if you go to that and you got chances are you're gonna put on a lot of fucking fat just because there's a there's that reason with your BMR dropping. And your fat cells and your muscle cells are very, very insulin sensitive, which is a good thing for your muscle cells, but your fat cells, you just want to fucking store a lot of fat. And that's how you can explode post-show. Exactly. But then what happens is like that BMR, as you're talking about, the calories that you're burning at complete rest or the calories you're burning in general, just don't come back up. If you do too big a jump, it doesn't seem to come back up. But if you take smaller kind of jumps, it does seem to like kind of go with it, doesn't it? Because that's how people can then get leaner and end up eating more food and end up actually getting leaner even still, like losing body fat while eating more food because they, they just gradually bring it up. They almost reverse diet. And the, I've seen people do that too slow as well, though. There's like a fine balance there. There's like an art to it. It's like, don't go too fast, too much too fast. Don't go too little, too slow. <laughs> there's There's somewhere in between that's just right that window four to six weeks post diet you don't want to think about bulking straight away fucking hell that four to six weeks you need to get your head straight get that all sorted from competing you need to recover get all your hormones and everything uh your physiological like fucking stuff in in line and then you can start thinking about pushing up because if your hormones are off and then your, your mind's not there and you just want to eat and eat food so you're not going to be in the best environment to do that yeah and it, like it doesn't matter how much you eat 2016 i put this to the test I, I dieted for nine months that year it was my second prep dieted for nine months and um finished the british finals quite happy with myself that year so straight onto a bulk straight into five thousand calories a day and i remember like my missus was like baking um like what you call it, fucking brownies and shit like that and i was coming home from training eating food, like having a meal and then having like brownies to make up the rest of the calories and shit like that. And uh, I just got fatter and fatter and fatter. And my thinking was, well, the sooner I put on weight, the sooner I start regaining strength, the sooner I'm starting to build muscle. But I got fatter. I gained what must have been around, just like this is a bit of a guesstimate, must have been around 13, 14 kilos and I didn't get any stronger. Yeah, and you just look watery. And <laughs> I just looked fat and shit and was weak as fuck. And yeah. um, we only know by doing these things ourselves that's it you get they're going to experience it and i just know some of the clients that are going to do it so they've got photo shoots they've got they're prepping for shows and i just know it's going to happen and then because it's there the first time and they've not been through anything like this and know they're going to explode but i'm going to keep warning them warning them but when it hits them they're not going to know what's happened because i've warned them about it but they're not going to be able to control it because i just know they won't be able to control it so yes. i get frustrated because like i do Again, when I'm setting up a client, I'll talk about that, and I'll be like, "Look, you're going to lose all this weight. That's not the hard bit. We will get we'll get you to where you want to be. It's what we do after that's the hard bit. And for your normal client that isn't a bodybuilder, that isn't even doing a photo shoot, um, well, the photo shoot ones too, obviously. But like for them, after that, if their goal is just to maintain that, they need to reverse, mean, and then learn to maintain and and consolidate that. And if you don't spend time doing that, 
you're 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 just going to go back to where you started. That's why so many people like people say we don't have a weight loss problem in this country. We have a weight maintenance problem, and like I 100% agree with that. No one ever talks about it. No one ever teaches people how to do it. No one has a clue about that. They just want to, you know, drop body fat as quick as possible and then go back to what they were doing before. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work in the long run. We'll gain it back twice as fast as well. We'll put even more on, which I have definitely seen with some of my clients. I've done uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I've done it myself, exactly. Um, done it myself, but I've had, I've had clients where I told them, I was like, look, we need to be careful after this like diet, this prep or this photo shoot that we've done. We need to be really careful and then we need to gradually push back up. And then as soon as I've done the, the, the shoot, really happy and stuff like that, I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm going to just go off and do my own thing for a bit. Six yeah. months down the line, I see them and they're absolutely massive. And I'm like, whoa, what's happened? <laughs> absolutely massive, like biggest loser stuff. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Nah, but it's like, it's a waste of time as well. It's like, if you're going to spend six months of your, your dieting, make sure you don't fucking back it back on. I mean, come on, like, who wants to restrict themselves for six months? Who wants to go out and get steps in the fucking pouring rain, go on a fucking treadmill or Stairmaster, and do all that work only to fucking chuck it away? It's like it's like building a fucking house, and once the house is built, like, you know what? We don't need the roof anymore. Let's just fucking take the roof off. Yeah. <laughs> Let all the water get into it. House is fucked. Job's done. What's the fucking point? Don't know if that was a good analogy or not, but I'm sticking with it. That works. It works, it works. But that's what people do. That is what people do. And again, we've learned from our mistakes. And that's why you hire a coach in the first place is to get someone that's actually going to make sure you don't make the mistakes. But you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, can you? But um, people have just got to factor it in. It's like factor it in as part of the process. Again, when we're setting out timelines for our clients, that's what we're doing. We're factoring in that actually, you know, there will be a phase after the fat loss phase. It's not just fat loss phase and that's it. Sometimes there's a phase before the fat loss phase. Like I've, I've done that and I do that quite often where, you know, you'll spend time maybe on higher calories or, you know, just getting someone sticking to some sort of nutrition plan first before you even do that. Getting out all the health markers in place, getting your sleep, stress, digestion all under under wraps first before we even think about dieting a client because essentially for us it's wrong to put someone in a dieting phase that isn't ready for it it's wrong to build a house without the foundation yeah, definitely it's like a good example of that is when i've got like females come into me and they're eating like 800 900 calories i'm like what the fuck was like what what's going on here and then the fucking hormones and the health and all that sort of shit is absolutely everywhere yeah. uh, mindset is absolutely everywhere um just because we're on that low calories and then when they start saying right we're going to put those like we're going to start on a little bit more calories um just to make sure like we're in a healthy spot hold it there see what what happens it was like oh well the old pt put me on like 800 900 i was like it's crazy uh well some guy did that actually he um he yeah. left that's me, literally left me just because I didn't put him on a load of calories. But I know he's a fucking liar as well because um, <laughs> he's calling you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know he's a fucking liar. He's a PT client anyway, so fucking um, he was shit. Got nowhere. Um, but it's it was like, oh, I'm just not losing weight. He put him on. He showed up to me and he was literally on. He said he was on 800 calories. He went, oh yeah, this gym they put me on 800 calories. I was like, well, that's a bit fucking stupid, isn't it? Um, he's quite a he big guy. He, he, he was a, <laughs> he was about what was he, he was in. He was probably about 110 kilograms. Yeah. Not a lot of muscle. Um, not a lot of muscle, same height as my, me, like five ten. And um, yeah, it was that is so he's five hundred and ten kilograms and 
apparently he was on hardly any calories, but he's a fucking liar because I know he was going out eating fucking loads of shit at the weekends or like driving to his work and then going to a fucking takeaway afterwards. I was like, what the fuck? So you went, so did, how did that work for you? He went, oh yeah, yeah, I lost a bit of weight. Apparently he lost 10 kilograms. I'm like, cool. I was like, well, we've got nowhere to work with that. that that's like pretty much nearly eating nothing. So we're going to have to start a little bit higher on about like 1500 and just see what happens. Um, <clears throat> After a couple of weeks, he didn't want to do that. I went, no, no, I want to go lower. I was like, no, I know you're not sticking to it. I know you're fucking not sticking to it. I know you're fucking lying and going eating shit. And then you want to be low because of that. Well, just don't eat the fucking shit. And it was just, he wasn't honest with me at all. And I was not putting on lower calories, even though he was going eating shit. I just, that's crazy though that another gym put him on 800 calories a day and we're okay with that. It might have been the back end of his transformation. You have to sign up for to like twelve weeks, so it might even though that's still like hardly anything. Um, yeah, I, I don't give a shit. I'm not putting anyone on eight hundred calories a day, ever. <laughs> well, to be fair, there might be a time and a place, but it might be drastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it if you want that body fat, if someone's getting on stage and you need that body fat to fucking fall off, then I will put someone on eight hundred, nine hundred calories if they need it to fall off, and we need it in a rush. I don't think um I don't think you'd ever need to do that. Well, maybe, but I personally I wouldn't do it. Maybe a carb deplete for a few days, maybe. But I think even when I do a carb deplete, I think you'd be lucky if it was as little as that. If it's a, as little as that. It's just energy at the end of the day, isn't it? But yeah, if we want to get that fat off, then we're going to have to fucking dig. Just but, um, it's crazy what like some people out there do. Like absolutely crazy because like. <laughs> I'm I'm not just trying to big us up, but we're always trying to get better. We're always like doing courses and shit. And we're just talking before we came on about what we're doing next. Cause it's like, there's almost like a lull. It's like, fuck, we haven't done a, you know, another course for a while. So it's like, you're always trying to increase your knowledge. You're always trying to do better for your clients. But um, there's people out there that just don't give a fuck. Isn't there? There's people that just, they, they're like, ah, well, eat, eat less, move more, you know? And well, that principle is definitely correct. It's like they're like, oh well, you're not moving enough. Let's fucking put your your calories down or whatever. And well, don't get me wrong, I've I've tried calories uh, clients with that. Sorry, I've not put them to eight hundred calories, but I'm like, you know what? This guy's telling me he's eating fifteen hundred. Is he fuck? He's not doing that. But let's put him down twelve hundred then. See what happens because that's all I can do sometimes on my end. But um, you know, eight hundred is just extreme. Yeah, it's extreme, but it's extreme. It's an extreme method for an extreme goal, if needed. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's probably like fucking one or two percent chance of me actually doing that if it's in a certain situation, which might be the case. Um, do you ever think that maybe the guys at that gym as well were thinking, well, you know what, fuck this guy, he's lying to us, he's not sticking to what he says he's sticking to. Let's stick him on 800 calories, see what happens. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. I thought, at the end, I think the, I think the gym's thought that. I thought, you know what, he's not sticking to it, so I'm going to keep setting these calories and he's. Yeah, fuck knows. But he's just a fucking liar. And I always like, find them, um, like, if you get a client that comes to you and they're bad-mouthing another PT or another gym or something like that, nine times out of ten, they'll be a shit client. And you'll be like, yeah, it wasn't the other PT that was a problem, was it? <laughs> As you was uh, saying then, it's the, uh, you know, it's a funny one where people, like, copy and paste training plans. Yeah. So not tailored to individuals because you just know someone that the same coach who's programmed the, the program is give it to someone else because we're all doing the same shit in the gym and it's like what I mean um I've definitely got um structures that I use 
Yeah, yeah the, the instructions like that, but it's when you give the same program or the same fucking exercises to literally everybody, and then you see like fucking four or five of the guys doing all the same shit in the gym. And I was like, oh, what's your training split like? I was like, oh, cool. Oh, it's the same as this. Right, like, fucking hell. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And again, the individuality's got to come into it at some point. But um, like, yeah, generally speaking, there can be, you can almost have like, I don't want to call it a template, but you can almost have like some sort of structure that you follow. But yeah. what lies within that fall uh, that um, that um, structure and even sometimes just the way a certain client will do a certain exercise compared to the next that's where the where the differences are, are, are going to come into it but uh, I was speaking to a guy on a call today actually and he was like he had um he had a coach before and he said he literally took one look at the plan and never even done it and he was like uh, basically it was just a pdf of here's your foods <laughs> eat them these are the food sources you've got here's a list of foods eat them and i'm not saying that that's always going to be wrong because there might be a time and place for a certain client that actually that's the best way to do it but this guy like you know he's like a tradesman sort of thing like works in people's houses and he was like asking them to have something i forget what it fucking was now but it's something you had to cook at the time he's like right, what what are you expecting me to do just use like the, the client's cooker <laughs> just fucking crazy but like people just people just want to like get a quick sale and then like okay here's your plans bye see you later you know, I always say if you get your plans within a day or like within an hour, sorry, um, or a few hours even, it's usually a red flag. Keep me to it. Yeah, I was literally going to say that. Red flag. As, as much as like I appreciate people are keen, people are always going to be keen to get started. It's like it, if I, I'm very, it's very seldom that I'm getting someone set up like within 24 hours of them signing up because first of all, I ask them for three days worth of fucking data anyway. So it's like, it's not going to happen. Um, but like, yeah, like it's just, it's just out of the question for me. Um, uh, yeah. I was going to say unless certain circumstances, but fuck it, it's out of the question for me. <laughs> but um, so yeah, where, where did we get to from fucking, we came from, reverse diet into now somehow slagging other PTs. That doesn't always go that way. Yeah, yeah. It often does. It often trails off in random directions. But uh so you don't know what food you're having after the show. You've not even thought about that. You don't need to. Not, it's the best thing. Don't even think about food. You don't yeah. need to. It's just gonna make things much fucking worse. Why think about food and get so food obsessed and I must yeah. admit though I enjoy my meals at the minute. Yeah, you, you get that when you're losing a lot of body fat and you're just looking forward to the next meal and stuff. But they taste I'm, better, don't they? they? They do taste better, but I'm still like, I can't be asked eating meals sometimes. And I'm like six weeks out. So, but to be fair, in about like probably three, four weeks, I'll probably start getting a little bit hungry. Yeah, I'm definitely at the stage of like, I, I look forward to every meal and it's like, even just like having that little bit of sauce, that little bit of sriracha on it, you're like, Oof, this is fucking. Yeah. Oh, the sriracha stuff is fucking really good, isn't it? Sriracha mixed with um American mustard, what a combo! Fucking just add that then. Yeah, what a fucking combo! Like, just get I, I like I do this weird thing where it's like I, most of my meals are chicken and tatties right now, so the tatties are in one tub, salted to fuck, and then you've got the chicken and and the broccoli as well, and then I just get this uh, the the what you call the mustard, hang it over it like that, get the sriracha over it like that, oof. Bone apple teeth. <laughs> Are you um you smashing Pepsi Max as well still? Um, not a lot to be honest. Like I'll have two cans a day, and then if I've got quite a few clients in a row, I find myself having a five hundred ml bottle as well, just to like I don't know tide me over. But I've seen to you before we came on. Like I, I tend to get distracted anyway because like I've I've got a lot of online clients that'll come in and see me in person, and then when they come in, they've always got questions. So 
when I come in with questions, I get so distracted. You start talking about one thing, you go on to the next, and it's like, you know, as much as I'm, I've got it there to, like, you know, tide me over, like, you usually get so distracted when you, you get in the zone. Get in the fucking zone. The PT zone. <laughs> um, potatoes, how many are you having each meal? 300. That's not bad. Raw? Yeah, yeah. I'm not eating them raw, though, just to clarify. <laughs> I'm weighing them raw. We've had this conversation when I put, like, raw weights on the plan and the clients come back to me after a week and it's been like, oh, these potatoes are getting, they're a bit hard to get down, James. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, the raw. I was like, what do you fucking mean, the raw? I was like, well, you put raw weight next to them. It's like, have you been eating the fucking potatoes raw? I was like, yeah, they're hurting the mouth. I was like, you fucking idiot. You can eat like, sweet potato raw. Um, if you eat white potato raw, apparently you'll die. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know where I heard that. I don't know how true that is, but <laughs> I've heard that before. It's a bit of a bad one, but yeah, fucking hell. Um, imagine trying to eat a sweet potato raw. I was like, that's a yeah. raw weapon, you fucking idiot. I've had them and I've air fried them and they've maybe not quite cooked all the way through and it's a little crunchy, but like... Not like that. They've got to be soft. Yeah. I'm, like, you know you're you're well in the diet zone when, like, sweet potato tastes fucking fantastic. I like sweet potato anyway. Sweet potato is one of my favourite things. I'm not eating sweet potato at the moment. I'm only on... What am I on? Rice. Yeah. Rice, cereal, crumpets and some of the meals. Crumpets are the one. Um, because of switch. I used to have bagels and one of meals, and then I've switched like mini crumpets in the small ones, uh, yeah. just quite voluminous for the calories and there's even less in them. Um, I've rarely ate a crumpet in my life. I could probably count in one hand the amount of crumpets I've fucking had in my life. You know that? They're good. They are good. So we have those. We have the eggs and that, and then um, still having cereal, cream and rice. Your favorite oats. So I'm still having a lot of food. Yeah, I wouldn't even fucking enjoy the cream and rice. I'd be like, this is a waste of my fucking time. Waste of my fucking calories. I'm literally eating oats in the morning, sweet potato and chicken. Oh, nice. <laughs> white potato sometimes as well. I had white potato today. Oh, cereal? No, no. I've never done the cereal thing, really. I've tried it in off-seasons, but I don't know. I just don't get that into it. I'm a, I'm a potato guy. Yeah, potato is good, but I really like fucking cereal. I, I switched the rice out as well. That's when you know things are getting serious. Yeah. that's it. Well, my rice is probably going to... I'd probably say to Josh, I wouldn't mind dropping that next week. I'm on like, what am I on? 50 grams of rice, which is like 180 calories-ish. So yeah, it's not a lot either though, really, is it? Um, it's good. Yeah, I think it's a good serving of rice. It's not bad, yeah. I don't mind. That, do you know what I hate? I hate eating lots of rice. So 100 grams in the off-season. So I can't be asked. I'd just rather eat 200 grams of cereal. Yeah, I don't find that too bad. Like I, 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 I kind of part of the reason I got rid of the rice is because I don't really entertain anything under 100 grams. So. Oh, really? What about oats? What's the most oats you've done? In one I, could, I could nail about 150. Easy. Of, of oats? Yeah, I yeah. could fucking jam 150, but then it starts getting a little bit too much, and you're like, and it starts getting stuck there, and you're like, fucking hell, that's fucking heavy. It starts getting tough. I used to do 200 a day. Uh, that's my morning meal was 200 grams of oats. Blended. What's that? Blended. No, bowl. <laughs> or pancakes. Pancakes is a bit easier to go down, but not much. I, I ditched them as well. I'm having a bowl over the pancakes now as well because, like, just a bit more volume. It's being asked, making the fucking pancakes. I just yeah. want to put in the thing and then make them, but... I'll admit, I'm doing one of the things that I hate about bodybuilding. I'm using, like, a, a baby spoon for eating fucking... Yeah, I'm doing the same. I'm doing. I'm eating everything with a baby spoon. I'm eating my yoghurt <laughs> and onion, cream of rice, my oats. Um, my cereal has to be a little bit bigger because they don't quite fit on the spoon, what right? What cereal are you eating? Um... I either have the Oreo hoop things. They're all about 380 calories, so I made sure it's all the same. Roughly the same, yeah. 
yeah, they don't have to be fucking rice based. I just fucking want to enjoy them. So, um, so yeah, as long as about 380 calories, it's fine. Yeah. So the Oreo hoops, or I'll have they've uh, got a new one out on Aldi, and it's like the birthday cake bites. They're fucking really good. Um, I was on some Mexican cereal, so I brought some of that back. Uh, they was decent. Can't remember what it was called. And then um, what else? Uh, honey hoops. Anything that's a bit like voluminous. Like you have a post workout then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. really love the real. So when do you have your cream of rice? Pre workout. All right, so that's pre workout, post workout. Yeah, you don't do like a post workout shake though, do you? No, uh, I just fucking eat. Uh, well, I do. I have a shake, but I have it with my cereal. So I, ah, well, yeah. oh, the, the shakes are amazing. That perform stuff is just like it tastes so good. So I'm on cereal milk. What I do is whack that in my blender, and then I put some ice in it, put some water in it, blend it, and it's just like fit as fuck. It's so like, good. You're talking about error. You're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling the prep and that. And if you listen to us, it's like you're you're fucking doing preppy things. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do that like year round, like where I blend it with ice. It's just really good. But I I find as soon as I go into an off season, I've been eating for a while, and like like we're talking about, you reverse out, and your hormones re-regulate, and your hunger levels aren't quite as high. I find that I just don't give a fuck. I'm like, you know, what was once an iced blended protein shake is now just a fucking blended with warm water sort of thing. It's just like whatever does a job, tan it down. Well, to I look fucking bad. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, just like no no shits fucking given. And then it's it's awkward because see if you had this appetite in the middle of a gaining phase. That you have right now, you'd be fucking smashing it. You'd be absolutely fucking smashing it. But it's just, yeah, it's shit. It's yeah, shit. I've got an appetite for certain foods in the off season, like, um, like I said, rice. That's a fucking nightmare to get down. Um, like chicken as well. Oh god, in the off season, it's horrible. I hate chicken in the off season. Right now, it's amazing. Oh yeah, I don't mind it because I've had to. Do you know what I've stopped doing? Air fry. I can't speak air frying chicken because it tastes like shit. It's absolutely awful. I, I always bad, to be fair. I, I put it in the pan or grill it. Um, I slow cook it. I've got some in the slow cooker right now. No way. It goes to fucking. Uh, it's really good, like in the pan where it's like singed. <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just shutting this door because something's coming in. I mean, it was a noise. So a podcast. Even even now, it'd be bad. Um, having chicken where it's just like in the air fryer or fucking you boils a chicken, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think anyone boils a chicken to be fair, apart from like Chinese restaurants, I feel like they do. Oh, like broth and stuff, that's different than what you have it with, yeah. Well, I don't know, I, I don't know if they just fucking like do that anyway. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't know where I'm, like some of the facts that are coming out of my mouth today, I don't know where they come from. Like, fucking picked out of anywhere, oh, yeah, just randomly, oh, randomly too. made up. Yeah, it sounds like something that you get in a Chinese restaurant, but well, yeah, well, it's like the, yeah, like the broth stuff. But yeah. um, chicken and sweet corn soup's all right, to be fair. Yeah, I do like like some of the Chinese stuff. It's really good. The food. Yeah, I actually like going going on a food. I I would like to have after a show. I would not mind a Chinese, but I'm going to be in Birmingham. I don't know any Chinese restaurants in Birmingham, so I'm not taking the risk of some shitty the Chinese. And, yeah. I've, I think like I'd end up with food poison if I picked a random Chinese takeaway in Birmingham. What's the date of your show? It's the thirteenth of August. I want to say. Yeah, I've got to come down, haven't I? Um, <laughs> well, you don't have to. Like, no one's forcing you. <laughs> Are you going down on your own, or is Sophie going with? Uh, Sophie's coming down, but um, we will be passing you. Like, so if you if you need a lift, but I'll be going on the twelfth. We're going on day four. Yeah. Um, I'll try and get Nick to go down. He'll be done competing by then as well. So. Oh, are you coming down watching Nick? When's it's he? It's probably a bit. Too, it might be a bit too far for you. It's in 
Kettering, which is like two and a half hours away. Yeah, uh, you're like four hours from me, so like that's an, that's like six hours. Fuck that. Sorry, Nick. Fucking mooch. So I said I'd go down and fucking cheer him on or whatever. It's on a what show is he doing? Uh, PCA Muscle Talk. All right, cool, cool. What class is he doing? I think he's doing classic. Was he? I didn't know if he'd done classic or if he'd done men's open actually. Yeah, he's classic. So he's he's always done classic. I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How do you will get on? Terrible. Uh, he's he's. He's in good nick now. He's shredded. You he- you were a bit hesitant there. <laughs> no, I actually like to think so. He's like he's in good nick now. I it, think it's impossible well. to say though, isn't it? Because you don't know who he's going to be up against, so you can't really comment on that. Like, the time of the year, like shows in July, chances are that you're going to do okay in them. Maybe. But, <laughs> it's, it's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Then people might have that idea and thinking, right, I want to do a show in July because I've got a better chance at winning. So. Sometimes um what people do as well, competitors like is look up on like Instagram like and try and find out who they're competing against and shit like that, don't they? Have you ever done that before? I did it once when I very first like competed and then, that was me, yeah, yeah. Done it the first time. Yeah, and then to be fair, I sort of find them without finding them because they pop up and they go like, Oh, eight weeks out. And I was like, Well, that's surprising. I am eight, eight weeks out as well. I wonder what show yeah. is doing. That's it, but I'm, I don't know. I don't know anyone. Well, I know one person that's doing a show because he trains at the same gym as me. But like, I don't know anyone that's going to be in my class, and I fucking couldn't care less to be honest. Well, Just, that too, bro. There's about fucking eight hundred different classes, so <laughs> yeah, that's true. All as well. There's a one for um men with one eye that's blue and one eye that's brown, and um there's a class for you if you're out there and you find yourself not fitting into men's open bodybuilding. There's a class for you where you'll be the winner. Don't worry. Yeah, all you've got to do is like pay sixty quid for the member. Is it sixty quid? It might be even more, but I can't remember how much it is. So you got to that pay for PCA. Did you say or is that two bros? It's two bros. So you got to pay for the membership, and then you got to pay one hundred and fifty pounds for the class. So there'll be definitely a class for you. Just yeah, give yeah. It- we'll make you a class. I wonder what the BNBF charge. I've not, I've not even joined the BNBF. I've not even like done the show yet. I like thingied for the show yet or anything. Yeah, I've, I've signed up to all mine. I probably should. Probably should. Right, BNBF membership. How much is that? Buy membership. Um, thirty five pound for a BNBF membership. So that's to join the federation, and then pretty sure it's a tenner to join the show. No, it's twenty seven pound to to do the show now as well. To be fair, it used oh, to be a tenner. Nice, but um, yeah. So what? Your sixty? What did I say it was? It was seventy quid all in. Yeah, that's not bad. It's all right. And then you've got to get tan, things like that as well. But like bodybuilding's not cheap. And then you, you pay for a hotel for two nights, traveling down to wherever you're going for the show. And then you fucking travel to it as well, whatever that's going to fucking cost you. Um, Yeah, bodybuilding's not not cheap. What tan do you use? Uh, Pro tan. Pro tan. We, we use dark as. It's £29 for a bottle of it, which isn't bad. Well, so yeah, I use everything pro tan. I used dream tan last time, but it's so fucking black. Federations have like um, they have like their preference, don't they? Yeah, so more dream tan's like banned in most things because it's just so thick. It's not uh, it's not good. But I'm just gonna do. I, I do my own tan. I don't pay to get tanned up. I'd rather just yeah. get, whack it on me. And she's good at tanning anyway. So yeah, I just get so fit to whack it on me as well. Like that's why that's part of the reason she needs to come down. <laughs> Be a bit weird. It's like James, can you tan my arse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bodybuilding's fucking weird, isn't it? It's weird, but you that's what, what makes it weird. Wait, wait until you see this shit. Well, I mean, I've seen it before, but for those of you who's watching on YouTube, wait till you see this. 
It's what makes, I know what they are. Yeah. This is what makes bodybuilding weird is uh, the the trunks. <laughs> you know what I'd be scared of? I've never actually wore a pair, but I'd be scared of my bollocks slipping out. So these are fine. These have got like a nice, uh, these are Iron Monkey, and they've got like a nice kind of like... Pouch. Ad, uh, yeah, pouch, yeah. Whereas these are like Andreas Callan or something, California, USA. And I always feel like these ones are really dodgy. Like, they're like Imagine, a pair of girls' pants. Do you reckon that's happened to someone? Oh, yeah, it's got to have happened. We were talking about that last time, weren't we? Last week we've done one. Yeah, like, it's got to have happened to someone. Like, I mean, again, I think I said this last week too, but if you're out there, reach out to us, tell us your story, come on the podcast. Drop the bollock. We need to get another um, guest on here, actually. It's been a couple of weeks now. Who do we have on last? Ryan? Was it? No. Oh, there's, some, there's someone else after Ryan. What was it? <laughs> it's going to seem really bad. Oh, Keefe. Keefe came on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was good. That was a really good podcast, that. Yeah. I wonder who we can get next. Anyone there? Uh, has any requests, we, we will reach out. Very, very controversial, who's going to cause a fuss. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, get him on. No religion. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus, you say you were pinned to a cross for a few days. How did that feel? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But we'll definitely be banned. Um, yeah. yeah, we definitely need to have a look around for some guests and uh, get well, some... Uh, we'll get Jack Eagles on. He'd be a good guest, to be fair. Yeah, you, I, I don't know that guy, but you know him, obviously. Yeah. He's a really good bodybuilder, isn't he? So I could drop him a message. Um, yeah, there's quite a few people we can get on. Yeah, definitely. But um, let's wrap this one up here, because I need to go fucking eat a meal. <laughs> yeah, and I need to do some fucking work. But, I need yeah. to start my reverse diet. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, for tuning in.